0: Welcome to Top Shelf Tech. Today we've got Alex Burke, CEO of Education Perfect, joining us. And Alex, I believe you're joining us from Sydney today. I am, Jeremy. Yeah, good to awesome. meet you. Awesome. Yeah, welcome along. Um, firstly, uh, um, Education Perfect, bit of a um, bit of a Kiwi tech success story. Um, twelve years old, I believe. Um, can you tell us a little bit of the history of the organisation?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, well, so the company started yeah twelve years ago, as you say, by two brothers. Um, they, they were studying at Otago Uni um, and they were um, studying languages. And at that point, they wanted to, um, they felt there was an opportunity to use, uh, use technology um, to actually help um, their, their learning. So that in those days, that was clearly uh, for them. It was a vocabulary list. And, and, and is there some way that they can use kind of automation and technology to learn? Um, so that was the start of it. Um, they reached out to the government and they got a twenty thousand dollar. Ah, uh, business loan um, to get going, and so that was um, that was the beginning of the journey, really. Um, and then the business has evolved. Um, about sort of four years later, it started to move out of New Zealand and into Australia. Um, uh, initially, the business was called Language Perfect because it was languages focused. Um, but about six years ago, it, it changed to Education Perfect, and that was basically a move from not just providing uh, language focus. Kind of content, uh, but they moved into sort of science and uh, maths and English, and ultimately a sort of a full school solution.
0: Awesome! And so the the the, the business has changed a bit, growing out of language into doing uh, full curriculum uh, um, online assessments and in um, learning. Um, it's it's grown, got globally. Is um, so it's, it's it's I guess cool in that regard. Is, is the company still growing? And if so um, how's that going for you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're still going. So. Uh, the
1: business overall is growing around 50% year on year. Um, our Australia and New Zealand business is, is, is probably still going around 40%. Um, and internationally now, um, we're growing over 300%. So we've actually, even just this year, we've gone from uh, 17 countries in the world to, you know, close to 80. So we've seen a big growth. And I think that's just a, you know, the technology ultimately is um, it's like a toolkit for teachers, um, and and more and more now, schools and uh, teachers are looking to use technology to kind of enhance the classroom.
0: So, 12 years ago, um, the technology that you, you, you had at your disposal to build and scale a platform and deliver it globally would have been quite different. Um, yeah, today, um... I'm very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so how how's that sort of um, helping you guys and your growth ambitions today? Yeah, it's been a yeah, it's
1: been an interesting move. I think you know, in the early days, it was very sort of traditional physical server um, sitting in New Zealand, um, and obviously, as you start to grow, it becomes you know very very difficult, right? Because you've got kind of latency issues and uh, speed and availability issues. So um, we move our cloud journey actually started um, about seven years ago, seven eight years ago, um, and we moved to AWS um and and, and that 's you know it's sort of now all encompassing I think we use about forty or so services from aWS now um encompassing lots of things, but I think you know for us as a as a business that is growing and going into new markets um ha- having that sort of cloud infrastructure just allows you to have you know good good visibility of what 's going on and 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 then enables you to sort of ensure that you get you know the high availability that 's kind of expected from a you know, a top top class tech technology provider.
0: And how important is that to your customers? Being able to say to them, look, you know, we may be a New Zealand company, but we're we're built on uh, you know AWS. We're able to deliver services to you, you know, in your location, have high availability, uh, th- 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 those sorts of things. What you know, to to the educators, to the schools, does that matter to them?
1: Absolutely, it's super important. I think you know, particularly in the recent times as well through COVID, there's a lot of kind of uncertainty um, with technology. And I think a lot of schools as well, when, when all the schools were sort of closed and disrupted, it was a real sort of step into the unknown for a lot of schools They hadn't really uh, been across technology or, or, or even been across some of the technology decisions. Um, if you think about it though, for any organization, particularly with schools, it's the availability is really important. And so um, to sort of risk mitigate against that uncertainty is um, is super important it's been actually a big you know a big reason why schools have trusted us in the fact that we do you know we are able to sort of provide our service 24
0: 7 one thing um, from my time working with the education sector that uh, really stuck with me was a comment that basically teachers, if they were kicking off a lesson and they couldn't get it working within 30 seconds on a digital platform, they'd essentially abandon and have to go back to uh, something paper-based. So that ability to have, I guess, intuitive um, systems that you know are reliable, uh, you know, from, uh, from you know, my understanding of the education sector, it's, it's a huge confidence piece as well. Uh, you know, there's it's quite a shift a lot of teachers um, you know, to moving digital technology, changing, you know, the curriculum practices that they've had. And so that uh, ability to say, yep, yeah, it, it will work, it will work consistently, be performance and that kind of stuff, um, you know, might um, I understood to actually be kind of the make or break often for schools trying to roll out these sorts of changes. Yeah, absolutely. You
1: know, we'll, our mission is is around humanising technology. I think one of the interesting things when you go into education is that, you know, modern education, as it's known, is over 20 years old. And actually, that the education system is pretty traditional in how it works, and I think you know the, the adoption of technology is a bit of a you know it's a bit of a transformation journey really uh, for schools, uh, for teachers in classrooms, um, and with that, you do need to you know build build trust with them. We we kind of see ourselves as trusted advisors, not only you know, providing capability of technology to allow them to do lots of things, um, but also uh, the, the technology integrity around the availability of the systems. Um, but then for us, probably the most cr- critical piece to that then is the human touch of just kind of helping and guiding, and giving them, a, you know, a, a network and a support, a professional development support um, area as well that helps to sort of um, lead teachers through this uh, digital journey.
0: So with that, we saw a lot of industries really accelerate um, the, the use of remote learning or, you know, remote um, sort of platforms for delivering, you know, business solutions, whatever through COVID. Did, did you have schools and teachers reaching out to you guys through that period to say, how do we use this platform more? How do we actually get on board? How do we accelerate what, what, um, what we're doing? Because actually we need to, and we need to do it, you know, we, we kind of need to have done it um, yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. We did over the
1: over the COVID journey. I mean, for us, it started actually Chinese New Year. So, so in the initially, we had Chinese schools reaching out you know, before before any of the uh, Kiwi Australian schools reached out. Um, so, start started in January, and we had over five hundred thousand extra students using the platform wow. during that time. So, it was big, and we we offered the platform for free. So, you know, we, we're really proud of the fact that we've we supported a lot of schools that hadn't really used technology before um i I think it was really interesting obviously we were right at the front face but you know even the concept of a video call was alien to a lot of teachers. they just hadn't hadn't done any of that and so it 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 was a big move out of people's comfort zone really and um there was you know there, there there was a lot of anxiety around not just being able to connect and run class but you know getting student feedback and and progress and all those elements were were, were front of mind
0: so ramping up five hundred thousand students and being able to give away um, your your service for a period of time there did that did, did that impact your infrastructure did that, um, was Absolutely. that...
1: big time yeah hundred percent so it was really it was really interesting one was and this is where technology and the cloud is so important one was we were observing and looking at usage data on a Almost hourly basis to um, track to see what was happening. So almost to play the mitigation, we made three upgrades to our technology over that period, um, and we and it was a bit of a strategic play. Really, we could see that there was traffic. Um, you know, like one small difference was our behaviours normally on a school day were um, our usage would go start say around ten am, which yep. was probably you think that was sort of post assembly. People getting going, etc we were getting traffic jumps up from seven thirty which was probably then parents logging in getting them set up pre you know preschool and and those those sort of behaviors really alter how you manage your product um so for us it was really you know it was almost a risk mitigation policy at the beginning to just spot where we needed to make upgrades and it 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 was um Yeah, it was something that we had to do, but, you know, usage went up, uh, support inquiries went up, um, you know, inquiries about the business went up. We got a lot of extra um, usage and engagement over that period.
0: So bringing this back to, you know, Kiwi Company, um, New Zealand's obviously had some, um, you know, some ambitious goals around um, online assessments by 2020. um, And, you know, I guess generally speaking, just ramp up and use of um, digital technology in schools. There's been a number of programs around that. Where does New Zealand sit on the spectrum globally from what you guys observe? Do we need to, as a country, are we using this technology to its full extent? Do we need to be doing more? Is there more opportunities out there for um, for us to redesign, I guess, um, elements of our education system to be more effective for the digital age?
1: Yeah, I think it's, I mean, definitely, definitely New Zealand and the education brand in general is very strong. I would say globally, like when when, when we've been reaching out into Asia and Europe, and you say, you know, we're a Kiwi business and we're, we're going global. Um, that's all very well, that's, that's really well received. So I think the baseline of the education system is in really good place. Um, but there's so much opportunity around leveraging digital. And I think it's still very much in its infancy, I would say, um, just in terms of really the opportunities. I mean, we see, you know, we don't see technology taking over the classroom. We see it working hand in hand. And if you think about, areas around automation, uh, engagement, and um, using it for differentiation, which is one place where our technology really plays well. So, you know, the ability for you know, learners, um, uh, students being able to take a different journey based on how they're adapting and how they're working. Um, there's so much potential there. And I think, really, we're at a point where, yeah, you know, we just want to continue to eval- evangelize really about what's 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 there. Um, look to see where technology can improve some of the pain points. Um, and you know, one of the impacts of COVID, and I know a lot of parents will know this. I mean, the parent community has never been more engaged in education now because we've been exposed to what was happening during homeschooling. Um, and that's a, I think that's a big opportunity as well to. Um, to leverage. And and hopefully the government will, you know, extend out to the business community to make sure that we um, we adapt it and, and and grow NZ education.
0: Awesome. That, I mean, that sounds great. That, you know, we're in a great place. Our brand's recognised globally and, you know, um, there's some opportunities in front of us as well. Um, it um, sounds like a good place to be. Look, uh, thanks for joining us, Alex. Any um, final thoughts that you want to leave us with?
1: No, I think, you know, I think for any, you know, any business that's sort of considering to go global, you know, I think it's really important that you pick your partner as well. Um, I've I've learned over the years that it, it, a partnership ecosystem is super important and you need to leverage different technology platforms um, to do that. And so I think, you know, do your research and um, there's plenty of options as well around pricing and, and, and service offering as well. So, um, I think do your homework there. And, you know, if you get the right kind of partners, you can, you can grow quickly. And I think, you know, EP's in a fantastic place to, you know, become, become a dominant player globally is our, is our goal. And it'd be great to kind of take Kiwi, Kiwi tech out to a global stage like companies like Xero. That's our, that's our ambition.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely awesome ambition to have as well. Uh, Cool. Well, thanks again for joining us, Alex. Um, Thanks to our audience for joining us as well. Hopefully that was um, interesting for you, and we'll catch you next time on Top Shelf Tech.